Yes, yes, y'all. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Yes, yes, y'all. Once again, welcome to the show. It is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. You better call somebody, indeed, because we have a packed show for you guys tonight. Later on, around the 8.15 minute mark, we got my man Jordan coming through. He's got some new music that he wants to share with the rest of the world. On top of that, on the Trip Talk segment, we will be discussing Grammy nominations. We will be discussing the controversy that was started up by one Aisha Curry and a whole lot more. But before we get to that, we have our first guest of the evening. He is calling in. He is not a first-time guest of the show. This guy has been here plenty of times, both as a group member and a solo member. Earlier this year, he dropped one of his albums, and he was able to share it with the cool radio audience and he has a whole lot more music coming along the way as well as some important showcases are coming in toronto ladies and gentlemen i am talking about man cross words cross how's it going man how you doing yeah yeah we good man how you doing bro good 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 i was i was like i was on the phone i was like man please don't tell me the connection's gonna go out you know what i'm saying <laughs> you're not gonna be calling my name and be like cross cross we lost it wait it's the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Better pay that phone bill in time, man. Rides don't come for that ass. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but everything everything else is good on your end, correct? Everything is good on my end. Yeah, for All sure. All right, man. Let's get right into yeah. it, man. So um, last time you were here, I think it was either like April or May, somewhere around that time. And yep. uh, you had dropped your album around that time. And so what's the response yep. been like since then? It's been blessed, man. It's been... It's been it's been really indie. It's been really you know pushing it organically, getting people one by one, you know what I'm saying to just tune into each video. And it's funny it's like when we talked that time, I just dropped the video for uh, Breathe, or I was just about to drop it. And um, then just two weeks ago, I dropped a video for Loonies, which is a single I dropped after the album. And everything has just been been really going organically, and it's, it's I, I like it, man. I like it that way because I get to connect with everybody who listens to it. Um, Went on the road promoting it. Went down to Atlanta. Went down to New Orleans, and uh, it's just it's just been good, man. It's been it's been a good reception. Absolutely, man. Globetrotting as usual, as I see. Um, so next week you do have um, a showcase coming up with uh, with the Academy, basically. So the first one is uh, the release party for Fortunato at Angerville. So uh, how did that come about? Yeah, Fortunato and I we actually did a show a couple of years ago with Jayu the Damager. So okay. we, we brought him in town, and, uh, you know, ever since then, before before and after then, we kind of knew, knew by each other, but ever since then, we've been more in touch, and uh, he actually dipped out to New Brunswick because his, uh, his wife is from there, and mm-hmm. he's there with family and all that stuff, but uh, when he was out there, he made an album with a guy named uh, Sean One, mm-hmm. and this is just like a, a random aside, but I've been noticing a lot of guys from the East Coast named Sean. <laughs> and spelled like S E A N. Yeah, Sean. You know, I don't know what. I, I'm like, I, I gotta find out. There's gotta be a statistic for this. Like, percentage of males from the East Coast named Sean. 
It's hey. gotta be over. It's gotta be over half. I, I I'm I'm not gonna accept any other answer. That all right? I mean, there's something to it, right? I mean, shoot, <laughs> like you never know, man. Like something's in the water over there that everyone's gotta name their kid Sean. <laughs> like Sean ain't a bad name, man. Like Sean, Sean. There's a lot of good Sean's out there. There's Sean Connery. There's Big Sean. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. That's he, right. Those, 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 throw one more out there for me. I know there's like at least like one more important Sean out there. Sean Penn. There you go. Uh, there you go, man. See, that's right? a big one right there. Hold on, you get a cool job just for that. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> That's how big one still. I'm about, you know, it's just, yeah, I guess, I guess it must be like, it must be, you know, sometimes like when there's a really famous person or a really good person in, in the community, everyone names their kids after them. So there's got to have been a lot of Sean's out in the East Coast and it just perpetuate because the more Sean's there are that are, that are like really respected, the more kids are going to be named Sean's. <laughs> Exactly. There you go, man. Thank <laughs> you. Now, so he's got an album. Fortunately, got an album with Sean One. Okay, where, where, where? Circling, circling back to that. When um, he's releasing it, he's been back in Toronto, in in the on, southern Ontario area for about a week. Mm-hmm. And you know, he reached out to me. Um, you know, we're doing shows out here. We're working with indie artists. It's just a good fit. So we're doing that. Uh, Hip hop. We got MC Foob, Scott Ramirez, and Stalin opening. And uh, DJ Shortcut from Chill, mm-hmm. Canadian hip hop is legit. He's gonna be, he's gonna be spinning. So yeah, I mean, like it's just a, a really good good atmosphere of like, if you want to, if you know, if you really need some good boom back hip hop in your life, mm-hmm. like, come through Wednesday the sixteenth. There you go. Basically for the, for the older for the old school heads, right? The ones who want to hear that '90s sound. Hey, even the younger heads too, man. You know, Joey Badass is popping. That's so it's just like, you know, Scott Ramirez, he just dropped a new album called Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's in his twenties. He's our age. He's, uh, he's, he's really popping. He's making, he's making dope music. And, uh, man, I'm just, I'm just excited for the future. Cause in the few, in the next few months, we got some shows coming up. And this is got me thinking of those right now. And, you know, you just want to stay in touch with, with the Academy if you're listening and, uh, you can follow us at Academy Presents on all the social platforms because, mm-hmm. you know, holler at us and we do, we do contests, we do giveaways, we, we do, you know, promotions and all that stuff. But, and you can also hear us on cool radio. There you go, man. You already know what it is. Um, so the other, the other show that you have uh, happening that week is, uh, you have, uh, the hustle and it's going to feature uh, DJs, uh, DJ Mensa and James Reddy. Um, so yeah. how did that one come about? That we, we wanted to do a, a holiday hustle for, just to give back to the artists mm-hmm. and also to the city, um, we don't we don't see what we do as a as a one way street. We definitely feel and, and believe that what we're doing is necessary for artists to to have a, a space to perform and to be able to expand their network and, and all that stuff. Um, and so we want to we want to give back a little bit to the artists and you know give them even more by having all the artists that performed giving them a chance to come up on stage and perform. And they're going to do a song each. And we also have DJ Mensa, who's a legend. James Reddy, who's a legend of the making. Uh, DJ Ryan, uh, R. Chung, he's going to be hosting, and he's an amazing host, too. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a good family affair, and it's my birthday, too. There you so go, I'm man. <laughs> celebrating my birthday. And we finally, we had it not on a Thursday, so... So, because we we, we want to party with you, not not like not have our nights the same night that you have your show. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have the Wednesday and Friday. It's all because of you, really. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. 
And uh, so for yourself personally, um, we're, we're going into the new year very soon, man. Do you have any projects for yourself lined up? You know what, man? I don't have any projects right now. I just have songs, and uh, I feel like that's the direction that I want to take it in right now anyway is kind of give people, like, tease people a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I teased people a little bit last year, but then I just I gave, I gave everyone an album, which is what I've been kind of like going back to. You know, it's like I have the album, that's like the body of water, and I just keep going back there and pulling fish out. Like, oh, here's a new video. Mm-hmm. Here's a new video. Here's a new, you know, cover of, or like acoustic version of this song. Because we've been doing that, I've been doing that all year long. Yeah. But maybe next time, maybe next year, I want to take it a little slower and be like, hey, uh, here's one song. And after that, maybe here's another song. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe not just oversaturated, just kind of keep it like, keep it going one at a time and, and try to milk milk each song to its fullest capacity, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I'm at. Absolutely. What about, what about you, man? Where, when's, when's the album dropping, man? Yeah, yeah, the album will be dropping soon, man. I, I promise you that. 2016, man. I, I promise you that. that. <laughs> I know I know people have been waiting for that, but don't worry. It, it's coming soon time. I promise that. <laughs> All right, man. Bet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen for that. I'm going to listen and watch out for that. Absolutely, man. Well, yo, at... Anytime you want to come through, you, you already know you're welcome. Uh, thank you for calling in, and I'm definitely looking forward to listening to uh, some new music from you in the new year, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for helping me plug the event. Uh, I'm really excited for next week. And also, if you're an OVO fan out there, um, Safe, who is – he's, 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 uh, he's got a picture with Drake up there on his, on his Facebook page. Okay. Um, he's a uh, – He's going to be performing on Saturday. Academy's helping put that show on. Um, that's at the Virgin Mobile Mod Club, and uh, you definitely want to see that. That's like he's he's the next guy. He's the next in line from from that whole camp. Um, you know, this year already, Ram Riddles came out, Roadwoods came out. Um, you know, Jimmy Prime has been been doing his thing. So he's the next guy, in, and he's the next in line for that. And you know, just like the weekend, he's getting to start off at the Mod Club. So. We're going to be doing that on Saturday. So if you're, you know, interested in catching, you know, kind of like, kind of like you were talking about, we have something for the for the old school heads or the more like, you know, straight up hip hop heads. Mm-hmm. We also got something for the trap heads, the new school heads too. All and right. that's on Saturday at at the mock club. <clears throat> all right, sounds good, man. Well, Crossroads, we'll catch up with you next time. All right. Sounds good, man. Have a great holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. Yep. You know, happy everything. Exactly. Like, Happy Ramadan. There you go. <laughs> I think that one already passed, but we, we get the idea. <laughs> Easter. Easter, yeah, yeah, in the future. <laughs> all right, man. We'll catch up with you later. All right. Blessings right, to you, man. Take it easy. Bye. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our boy once again, Crosswords. Uh, make sure you do check out those events next week. Once again, they are known as the Academy and also the Hustle. So make sure you check those out if you are in the Toronto area. Coming up after the commercial break, we got my man Jordan. He's coming through with some new music. And also we're going to talk about any of his uh, latest projects he has coming up, as well as, as a bevy of other topics, because we do like to discuss a whole lot of things happening in the hip-hop universe. But before we get to that, man, we got some Drizzy Drake to play for y'all. This one is off of his uh, 2015 album. If you're reading this, it's too late. This one is called Now and Forever. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 
91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. And as promised, our guest of the evening in studio right now. He was here last year, and we were basically blazing up the trail with all of his hot music that we had coming in last year. This year, he's got some new music to share with us, and the whole team is here. They're rolling deep and what have you. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio right now, I have my man Jordan, and I have his manager Zane in the building right now to talk about some new music and all that good stuff. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, tell us. Tell the uh, cool radio audience, you know, like, what you guys been cooking up uh, since the last time you guys have been here. Um, well, so I dropped the Blackout. Yeah. Uh, that was my EP that I dropped last year. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, a, it was, like, a concept kind of thing. Yeah. I had, like, a dark theme to it. Mm-hmm. So, once I dropped that, everything was pretty good for it. Mm-hmm. So, now I'm kind of just focused on uh, dropping things. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, right now we're just like focusing on pushing records and just want to see what an audience is vibing with right now. And then from there, we're going to take it on and see what, what like Jordan really impacts on, on the scene right now. I'm kind of like uh, feeling my sound right now. Okay. Testing out different things. Absolutely. And so what would you say the reception was like um, for your project last year, actually, like when you, when you dropped it? Like, what, what were the people saying? Like, what kind of feedback were you giving? Like, all that fun stuff. Um, well, the main part of the project that we dropped was uh, Madhouse, the Maddow's music video. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of like, there was a lot of, I guess, shock effect in that video. Because it was like, the whole concept was like, me being put in this realm where I was, I was part of But like, it was really yeah. Like self conscious kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like the beat heavy is like a banger type and it goes like softer. Mm-hmm. And, and just based on the video people were were a little shocked. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh Zane, was that the reaction that you were kinda of looking for? Like as far as the behind the scenes are concerned? Yeah, I was, I was. I wanted people to be scared. <laughs> I wanted to be like, "What's going on?" No, no, right? uh, no but really, uh, we decided to go for a dark angle um, through this tape. I mean, within the blackout, uh, just to emphasize on what the concept was about is basically a young man uh, getting into a car accident, and the rest of the EP basically takes place in his um, consciousness mm-hmm. uh, while he's under. So he goes to uh, different scenarios and different situations. And the madhouse, for an example, mm-hmm. was uh, the biggest situation that we went through. We went. We looked back at it honestly, though, and we were like, actually, maybe we should have made things a lot simpler, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot simpler than what it was. But uh, for the meantime, uh, thankful, to, thankfully for that, we actually just like moved on, and we're looking at different types of ways to bring out that that level of concept, but mm-hmm. in just different ways. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. And I mean, I think that's like the whole point of experimentation, right? Yeah. Just to kind of test out to see what what people like, what people don't like, like what strategy is a bit easier to implement and what have you so overall it sounds like you guys had a very good reception at the end of the day you guys got the attention that you're looking for basically and it kind of makes you want to go beyond those borders going yeah forward. yeah like it was i guess it was like a learning process in a way because like we were trying to go for like a full dark sound through the whole album and like mm-hmm. i i kind of learned that like like i can do the dark thing yeah but maybe not for like a whole ep like i don't like towards the end while we were making it I would say I wasn't enjoying it as much. Okay. Because I kind of got tired of being like, like a dark and really like yeah. overly, overly self-conscious about everything. Yeah. So like right now, what I'm trying to do is like I'm trying to make more records where like I can have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, records that'd be fun to perform. Yeah. Things like that right now. 
Yeah. So you kind of want to ease into like your own natural element, basically, whatever comes most naturally to you. Yeah, it's like a trial and error kind of thing right now. Okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay, definitely. Um, so <clears throat> let's uh, kind of move uh, things towards more a broader spectrum now. Um, over the last year, you know, ironically enough, uh, I personally feel that Canada's you know hip hop scene has grown to the point where people in America are starting are now starting to take uh, notice to it. Yeah. So you got guys like Belly, for example, someone who's from Ottawa. He's now signed to uh, to Rock Nation. You also have Tory Lanez, who's been making a lot of press rounds in America as yeah. well. So, like, in your opinion, guys, uh, do you feel that the Canadian scene is now being a lot more open? Do you feel like it's the next uh, hotbed in hip-hop, specifically within Toronto? Yeah, man. Like, I remember Tory Lanez, for example. Like, I remember listening to him when he had the uh, wooden beat, though. Mm -hmm. That was, like, the first thing I ever heard. He had, like, the wooden beat and then his uh, Beamer Benz or Bentley remix. Yeah. And then, like, that's how I kind of got into him. And then... He completely started switching it up when he started doing like more of the singing thing, mm -hmm. and he kind of got on the the wave that everyone on too, mm -hmm. and it just kind of elevated from there. And artists like Roy Wood too, mm -hmm. it's another artist that's getting that. So I think like, yeah, so what's happening with Canadian? Absolutely. Zane, what do you say about that? Yeah, um, I, I'd, I'd agree 100%. I also think that Canada is the new place for um, alternative hip-hop and R&B. Mm. I think, you know, Magic Jordan's dropping in February, and I'm looking forward to that project. Um, but uh, in regards to Toronto artists like Belly and like Tory Lanez, uh, they're doing really well from some, for themselves. But the thing with Toronto artists right now, though, I feel like it's going to be hard for artists to break from that um, Drake machine, is mm. what you call it. Like, I love Drake, um, but... It, then again, if t Toronto artists are trying to come out, it's through that Drake machine. Like any t artist that comes out, that's hip hop or even R and B yeah. that comes out Toronto, they're going to be compared to Drake. Yeah, and yeah. Drake will need to channel that to actually be taken seriously. If you know what I mean? Absolutely. I feel like you know Drake, you know, breaking out and having like huge mainstream success is almost like a gift and a curse. A gift in the sense that it shines a light on Toronto or Canada in general, if you want to, you know, bring it that uh, broad, but a curse in the sense where we kind of expect, or at least the American market yeah. expects every hip hop or R&B artist to come with that Drake sound, so to speak. Yeah. And just be as good as Drake. And like, I feel like I, I know a lot of artists are like, yeah, they think that the only way they take all the other Toronto. So they see that as a pathway. And, um, yeah, there's just, there's so many other ways they can go about it. Mm -hmm. So many other sounds they can go for, and even if they don't have this like the OVO sound, mm -hmm. uh, the punch. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Even if they don't have the OVO sound, yeah, yeah. Um, it it doesn't like they get still they get, they still get tied down, tied to Drake and like yeah like I think Tory Lanez had the same the same issue yep, yep. yeah 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 the thing with Tory though is that at a young age I don't know if you remember but Tory wanted Drake to put him on really bad he yeah. would make like YouTube videos and he would call himself Drake's little brother yeah. like Spin and Ruth he'd make a video you can check it out on YouTube right now Tory Lanez being like Drake if you don't like my music I'll give you like five ten grand G's. yeah ten, like ten G's or something yeah, like I that right that video. so like I, and I think that was the reason why I mean the young boy Tory is like really talented yeah. But I, I think that he just came off a little bit too strong at the start. Mm -hmm. And then thus meaning not being attention, to be more attentive to Drake. And now Tory Lanez and Drake do not, are not cool with each other. Like, you can tell that Tory Lanez does not like Drake at all. Yeah. But, like, well, that's how it goes, right? Yeah. And, you know, like, when you're, when you're young, you're hungry, right? So yeah. you're going you're gonna to do or gonna say anything and everything yeah. to basically, you know, get put on in a sense. And it's not like he, like... 
uh, dismayed him or or anything of the sort. Yeah. But nonetheless, like you want to make an impression, you want to make a statement, and I appreciate yeah. that. But speaking of making a statement, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this story, but um, earlier this week, um, the rapper who goes by the name of Slim Jesus was in Ottawa, yeah. and oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Uh, he got his mic snatched yeah, away yeah. from him by a guy named Black Jesus, who's from Ottawa. And so it looked like he was trying to make a statement himself. But what did you guys think of that act that he committed? Yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think <laughs> the situation was is that he came up and he was like, support real hip-hop kind of thing. Yeah. Which I think it's... Uh, it's subjective to say it's the really, least. It's really subjective. Yeah. And I feel as though that this comes to the bigger conversation of what rap is supposed to sound like. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't have... There's people that always think that rap has to sound in one particular way. Mm-hmm. And those are like the old school hip-hop heads and stuff like that. I'm like, Slim Jesus has said like what he says is not real. Like he doesn't know what he's... He doesn't really know what he's talking about, but yeah. he's talking about it and he delivers and people vibe with it. Yeah. Right? People like it. Uh, like I don't particularly like Slim Jesus. Yeah. But... Who cares if someone else does? Exactly. Um, yeah. So I don't think someone should really have the right to go up there and be like, support your help. Like, come on, man. Exactly. Jordan, what do you, what do you say yeah, about that? I'm going to say the same thing. Like, when I first heard it, uh, Drill Time, I think that was... That was that the yeah, record? Drill yeah, Time, yeah, yeah. So I first heard it, and I was like... It was just weird because, like, he looks like he does not belong in that He video looks like all. a white supremacist. Yeah. Was <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching that video, and I was just like, like, this kid does not belong in this video at all. Yeah. And, um... But like, yeah, I can't. I can't really judge anyone based on their taste in music. So if people are mm. people are vibing with it, then like whatever. People are vibing with it, and yeah, I'm with saying I'm I'm not too too good. With, like I don't like music that much. Mm-hmm. Fans do. Yeah. But yeah, you still can't snap. Away. Exactly, and I'll chime in on this as well. Like as like a fellow MC. Like, yeah. it's disrespectful. Is, yeah, it's yeah, extremely yeah. disrespectful. Because at the end of the day, you worked hard to get that stage time, yeah. right? And you don't know how much stage time he's, got, he's gotten. Like, if any, any one of us have performed at open mic showcases mm-hmm. or they've opened up for someone who's headlined, you only get a set amount of stage get, like, time, basically. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you got to yeah. make the most of it. And mind you, I'm sure he was the main headliner at that, at that venue. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he had, like, ample amount of time to get his singles out. But nonetheless... You still can't do that, right? Because you don't want someone come yeah. out on your stage and snatching the mic away from you, despite what your taste in music yeah. is. And I heard he canceled his Toronto show. He did, yeah, because it was a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So you, you can't be doing that, man. So I, I kind of felt like that was a punk move on Black Jesus's part. And also, I, I now feel that even though people may not take that Slim Jesus guy seriously, there is now a target on Black Jesus' back. Yeah. Like, people expect this guy to be amazing now. Because like, if you have the unmitigated goal to snatch someone's mic away from them, yeah. people want to see what kind of bars you're coming with. Yeah, yeah. So, I, like, that's definitely a major error on his part. And I feel like that kind of, like, hung a cloud over our hip-hop scene, because now promoters might be a little scared to bring their artists onto, you know, whichever venue wanna, we yeah. have. Yeah, because they don't want that happening. It, it pulls a bad him. In, in a way, it kind of does give a bad pop. It does, yeah. yeah. Maybe to a small extent because it's only Slim Jesus, yeah, but it's not, it's not a big name artist. It's not like it's not like a big Sean, for yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but nonetheless, like it's that negative energy that we don't need. Like we already have a hard enough time getting rid of that screw face capital vibe, mm-hmm. so we don't need to add this on top of it, yeah. right? That's that's my opinion. But nonetheless, uh, Jordan Zane, you guys already know how we do things around here, man. We gotta play some games, man. We <laughs> definitely gotta play some games. You know, get the crowd warmed up or what have you. Know what I mean? Game time, baby. So. You haven't been here for a minute, so we have a new game on deck here, right? So this first game, of course, we've got two games going on, but the first game, this one's new. This one is called Cool or Uncool. So with that being said, we're about to play this track just like this. Yeah. So in the background, we have a popular track from the mid-90s from a crew called Diggable Planets, and the track is entitled Cool Like That. So 
rightfully so, we got plays in the background, right? So here's how the game goes. I'm going to give you some scenarios, and you're basically just going to let me know if they're cool or uncool. You did? All right. So let's get this started. <clears throat> the Raptors with a current record of 14-9 and nine to start the season. Cool or uncool? Um, uncool. Uncool? Please explain why. Um, they're... I agree. I agree. I think um, the important thing for people to remember is that it's a whole, totally new season, totally new yeah. players and everything, so they can't expect what happened last year. Because last year was like, I'm not going to say once in a lifetime, but that's the first time that's ever happened to the Raptors, you know, to have such a fast start to the season, basically. But so they, 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 they did. They did. They did, you know. So, again, Raps versus Raps, right? That's yeah. nothing new for us. Uh, let's keep it moving, though. So, uh, Golden State Warriors currently being undefeated. Cool or uncool? <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Because I want to see them snap that 72 Bulls record. I think they're on pace to do so. I'm just trying to figure out when they're going to lose, though. I, think, I thought it was going to be against the Raptors. I really thought so, like, too. Yeah, but then, like, Steph Curry drops, like, three threes in a row. Yeah, and he did it like it was nothing. I, I feel like he was waiting. He was like, okay, you guys are ahead. You guys are ahead. You guys are within range. Okay, cool. Okay, pass the ball. Play pass the ball. Good <laughs> shoot. Like, hey. Clay Thompson dropped like 10 threes last night. He did, yeah. Uh, against, uh, was it Indiana? Yeah. It was Indiana, yeah. He's he's on some other. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that long, though. Uh, but, anyways, let's keep it moving, though. Donald Trump, cool or uncool? Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, I speak on behalf of everybody. This man, man pulled the yeah, black yeah, Jesus. Man. Us, yeah, yo, 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 su- support real elections. Yeah, yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Definitely uncool. Uh-huh. Yeah, this guy, how. If this guy becomes the president, God help us. All. Well, no, God help us all. I'm sorry, man. Like he's he's gonna mess up the world, man. Like the fact that he's the leading Republican in the Republican race right now. That's scary. I heard that they revoked his office. That's what I'm hearing that's too. I, I don't know if it's true. Yeah, that's the same. That's the thing. I don't know if it's true yeah. either. But like they should though because. He's basically going against what America is yeah, built right. on when within the Constitution. Like, oh, I ban all Muslims from entering the country from now on. Or yeah. Or like the year or something like that. Like, you can't do that. Or all Muslims should be wearing a badge. Like, what is this, a Holocaust? Like, this is insane. Nah, man. He, he does not deserve to be president or even a candidate at the very least. What's the most, um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say shocking. But the most interesting thing about it is that people are vibing with it. Like you can tell people actually oh, yeah. support him, and that's the that's the issue here. It's not necessarily him. Any madman can say what he's saying. Of course. But there's a whole support, and there's, he's not doing bad in the polls. Yeah. And that's the worrying situation. Of, exactly. You know, people actually think like he thinks. How's he doing? I mean, I have a no. Uh, I think he's behind uh, Carson. Now. Yeah. Carson. Oh, Carson's another idiot as yeah, well. Yeah, oh, Republicans in general. Yeah. Definitely Carson. Exactly. Shouts to all the people out there in the world who think racism is dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For real. Let's keep it moving, man. Um, Christmas shopping, cool or uncool? Uh, cool. Uh, I don't know, uncool. A little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. A little cool. bit of both. I mean, like you want to get, you want to get the nice gifts for people, uh-huh. but hectic. Mm-hmm. It. I don't know, man. What are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like my girl, for instance, right? Yeah. We, ha- we, we, we like a good example. Like I like Christmas shopping. It's it's okay. Like I can do it. Yeah. The thing is, it's <laughs> just like it. it's just like I'm like I'll ask her like that. Like 
what would you like? And she doesn't want to answer because she expects me to know everything. Uh, and that's the yeah. issue here, right? She wants me to be more thoughtful in the Christmas shopping yeah. bonanza. I'm like, just lead me in the right direction yeah. and I'll get you what you want. Kind exactly. of thing. But I have to I have to play the, the cool card. Uh-huh. Yo, my girl definitely does answer. Nice, 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 nice. We're going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. That was too much. Exactly. Right? Now, this next game right here, hopefully I won't get you in trouble with this next game, you know, but uh, we're going to play it anyway. I think you guys already know which one this one is, man. This one's cool. This one. (laughs) You're a dog, cool. You're a dog. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I quit the game. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. All right. Now, I I want to preface this by saying that in a quote-unquote alternate universe, a universe that does not exist, that is only existing within one's imagination, that you two gentlemen are single, all right? In an alternate universe that does not exist. <laughs> so you guys, you guys are wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, all that cool stuff, right? But you guys already know that there comes a point in time where y'all got to quit the game, y'all got to settle down, have the kids and everything and what have you. Uh-huh. So on that note, if you were to quit the game for one of these two ladies, who would you quit the game for? And I'm going to call this the uh, the cougar edition of, uh, oh, of um, I'd quit the game. Would you quit the game for Sophia Vergara or Vivica A. Fox? Zane. I'm about to snatch the mic again. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah, man. Sophia Vergara, man. Uh-huh. I got to... Yeah, you have to, man. Right, right. I love Mon Family, guys. Right. She's great. She's got a lot of passion. She does. I like passion. She does. You I, know? I like the accent. The accent is what that, gets me. That man. too. But, you know, the passion. Uh-huh. You pretty much covered <laughs> <laughs> <pretty> it. <laughs> <laughs> the passion. Hey, everyone loves that. Everyone, everyone loves that passion, man. I'm telling you, man. That, that, that Latina heat, man. I'm telling you. That's, it's a thing of beauty, I say. <laughs> but nonetheless, we're about to go to commercial break right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we got my man Jordan and Zane in the building. Uh, before we get to commercial break, however, uh, we are about to play your new record, Adelaide. So before we get into it, uh, real quick, tell us about this record. Um, so it was kind of like, I think me and Zane were just like looking at different beats and stuff like that. And then we kind of... We recorded it in a different way. So, like, what we did was instead of just like writing it out, like writing it out straight, and then me just going to the booth, mm-hmm. what we what I did was like we wrote it in like pieces. Mm-hmm. Like we like I wrote a line, recorded in the booth. I wrote a line. That's mm-hmm. like I kind of wrote it that way. Yeah. So I kind of get a, like a like a full feel for it, okay. like a feel for how it sounded. Yeah. So yeah, like we recorded it, and then I wanted to add like a little a little bit of like a. A slow a slow jam to it at the end yeah so it's kind of like it's kind of like the same way that madhouse where it was like a hard rap in the beginning and yeah. then like a slow thing at the end so a similar feel but more of like a street banger it's for the streets yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no one's snorting cocaine in the video nah, no, nah, nah, no nah. one's shooting heroin up in the stairs <laughs> nothing like that <laughs> Oh man, don't do don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after these messages. This is Adelaide. Keep it locked. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got my man's Jordan and Zane in the building. Say what's up to the people. What's going on? What up, what up? You already know, man. And you guys already know what time it is, man. It's time for Trip Talk. 
three topics of three minutes, but we're going to switch it up this time a bit, man. We got two topics in mind that we definitely got to go in on, right? So you guys already know what the deal is. Uh, the Grammys uh, released their list of nominations for their upcoming Grammy season, which always happens in February, of course. And hip-hop was represented pretty well, if I may say so myself. Some R&B um, crooners are in there as well that we are going to discuss. And we're going to make sure whether or not the Grammy committee got it right this time around, okay? Mm-hmm. So on that note, we're going to go through the list. So, record of the year. Uh, we have about two representatives of the hip-hop scene in there. So we have The Weeknd with Can't Feel My Face. And then we have old-school pioneer D'Angelo with Really Love, and um, in album of the year, we have Kendrick Lamar with To Pimp a Butterfly. And then once again, The Weeknd, The Beauty Behind the Madness. Song of the year, we have All Right from Kendrick Lamar. Uh, we also have See You Again from Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. And then we have Best New Artist. No one in hip hop really represented Best New Artist, so we'll skip that. Uh, best Rap Performance, that's where things get thick. Uh, we have Apparently from J. Cole. Back to back with Drake, very surprising. Um, Trap Queen, Fetty Wap. All right, Kendrick Lamar. Truffle Butter, Nicki Minaj featuring Drake and Lil Wayne. And then All Day, Kanye West. Best Rap Song Collaboration. One Man Can Change the World with uh, Big Sean featuring Kanye West and John Legend. Glory, Common featuring, sorry, Glory, Common and John Legend. Classic Man, Jadena. Uh, These Walls, Kendrick Lamar. Only Nicki Minaj featuring Drake, Lil Wayne, Chris Brown. Best Rap Song, All Day. Kanye West, All Right, Kendrick Lamar, Energy, Drake, Glory, Common, and John Legend, Trap Queen, Fetty Wap, and then Best Rap Album, 2014, Four Hills Drive from J. Cole, uh, Compton from Dr. Dre, If You're Reading This, It's Too Late from Drake, To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar, and The Pink Prince, Nicki Minaj. So, we're going to go into the first category that we read up top, uh, which was Record of the Year. So, really the only representatives uh, within the hip hop R&B category are The Weeknd and D'Angelo. The other nominees in that category are Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars with Uptown Funk, Thinking Out Loud with Ed Sheeran, and Blank Space Taylor Swift. So, record of the year, in your opinion, who wins that? I could see it being Uptown Funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see like a, a hip hop. Like, can't, can't Feel My Face, maybe too? Yeah. I think it's just between those two. Yeah. Yeah, what about you, Zane? Yeah, Zane, what do you say, man? Yeah, I don't think D'Angelo will get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but great for him getting that nom. Absolutely, uh, a sleeper but, pick. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, it's between, I think Uptown Funk needs to grab it, man. Yeah, I, I think, think so it, too. Like that was a it. big record. That's a huge record, and like, congrats to the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, there, there's 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 a lot of records like Can't Feel My Face, I think, mm-hmm. but there's less records of Uptown Funk. Exactly. Do you, do you think it's just gonna be like Uptown Funk, or do you think like between Uptown? Yeah, between those two, I would say. Yeah. And Weekend. I think those are the two I'd, I'd imagine. I personally think Uptown Funk is going to run away with it because from top to like top of the year to now, like it's been a big record. And it's it sounds so distinctly different from everything else because even though it's an old sound, it's an old sound that nobody uses anymore. Like when's yeah. the last time you heard a funk record in the mainstream? You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I hope Bruno Mars gets it because that's a dope record. And Mark Ronson pretty much just put himself back to relevancy as far as being a producer is concerned because he was big in the UK and he had a couple of hits in Mississippi. This is here in America, so we'll see how everything goes down. Um, album of the year. So uh, that is To Pimper Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar, and then Beauty Behind the Madness of the Weekend. Also, we have Sound and Color from Alabama Shakes, Traveler from Chris Stapleton, and then 1989 Taylor Swift. Gentlemen, who wins this uh, award? I'm probably going to say Taylor Swift. 
would probably get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I would never be surprised. Taylor Swift is gonna grab it. Yeah, like she has a she has some a uh, couple of big singles off of this album. I feel like this kind of like her coming of age album, where like she was a lot com- more comfortable with her sexuality. I would say, yeah. which is always cool. Uh, so I'm not mad at that. Uh, I would be shocked if. Pepper Butterfly yeah, won. Like I, I, don't I see that winning personally, I want that to win, of course, because it's hip hop, right? It was like, yeah. it, besides it from being hip hop, it was one of the best albums that came out this year. Like hell, Rolling mm-hmm. Stones named it its number one album of the year. Yeah. So we never know what will happen with that. I think Beauty Behind the Madness is kind of like a dark horse to to win that award. I think it's if, more of a popularity thing, though. Like, yeah, like with, if I, with, you know uh, what? It's not always a popularity thing with album of the year because remember last year Beck won it, and a lot of people didn't really know who Beck was. Yeah. I remember. Herbie Hancock won Album of the Year back in 2008. And I remember uh, Kanye West was up for that award as well. Uh, so that one, it's a bit 50-50. You never know with that one. But if I, have to, if I had to pick based on popularity, I would say 1989 from Taylor Swift. Alabama Shakes, I've, I've never heard his music before. Chris Stapleton, I've never heard his music before as well. So I can't really judge on this one. But if I'm going to base it on popularity, Taylor Swift... And then, you know, my hopeful pick would be to Pimper Butterfly, of course. Uh, so let's keep it moving now. Song of the Year. All right, Kendrick Lamar. And then uh, See You Again, with Khalifa fe- featuring Charlie Puth. But then we also have Blank Space from Taylor Swift. Uh, Girl Crush, Little Big Town, Thinking Out Loud, Ed Sheeran. Who wins this uh, category? I would say Thinking, uh, thinking Out Loud. Ed Sheeran. Okay, it's okay. pretty dope. What are the What were the other ones again? So there was uh, "See You Again" from Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See you again. I would say it would be between those two because those were major records. I thought that was a big record for the summer. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, you're right. It's more of a summer record, but mm. I don't see uh, Kendrick grabbing "All Right" for that song of the year. Mm. I don't see. I don't see "All Right" being. Okay. I think it's just a little bit too. I don't know. Maybe. It's a possibility. It's, it's a, a possibility. I'm not saying it's way out, but. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm with Zane on that. I don't see Kendrick either. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably gonna put my money on see you again. Yeah, on yeah. on see you again. Okay, yeah. No, that's definitely a fair one to make. Uh all right. I feel like off the strength of the video, it may may win it may win the um, song of the year because the video mainly outlines all the things that are happening with America as far as police brutality, racism, what have you. Mm-hmm. The song didn't really outline it that much. There's a couple of lines where Kendrick did mention things of uh, police brutality with nature, like uh, Popo, see us on the street, they want to kill us dead on the street and what have you. But I feel like the video illustrates that a lot better. But nonetheless, I would say probably Thinking Out Loud or See You Again may win that award. Um, best New Artists, we can skip that. Best Rap Category, this is where things we, we stick to all <laughs> hip-hop on this one now. So apparently from J. Cole, Trap Queen, Fetty Wap, All Right, Kendrick Lamar. This is for Best Rap Performance, by the way. Okay. Best Rap Performance. Um, Truffle Butter, Nicki Minaj featuring Drake and Lil Wayne. And then All Day, Kanye West. Who wins this award? Sorry, um, uh, the back-to-back wasn't in this one, right? No, no, no. No? I would probably say Trap, trap Queen. Trap Queen, yeah, okay. I what do you say? Yeah, I would say Trap Queen, but I'm surprised that uh, what, which category is back-to-back in? Back-to-back is in Best Rap Song. So rap if song? you wrote okay. the song, basically, then like... Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah, I'd go for Trap Queen, but I think uh, Truffle Bot is a hot song. Okay. I can see Nicki grab an award. Okay. An award for that. Um, I would say in this was his Best Rap Performance, I would say Trap Queen is definitely up there because like a lot of people were bumping to it. Um, I'd be a little shocked... If Trap King, Trap King won, to, uh, won it because it seems like one of those like here to get here today gone tomorrow type of records in my opinion, 
Um, but it was kind of here for like the whole summer, though. It was, yeah, it definitely was for sure. Um, I would say, and we were at we were at Best Rap Performance, correct? Okay, yeah, yeah. So actually, no, no, no back to back was in this. Actually, I yeah. don't know how I missed that. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And I'd say it's between Trap Queen and Back to Back. Okay, okay. All right. I want Back to Back to win. That'd yeah, be that'd be shocking if it did. That'd be hilarious. That'd be shocking. The thing is, if, if Back to Back wins, that's when, like, Meek's career is, like... Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, that's when it's in, like, man's, critical man's condition. going to be crying in prison. I know, right? Yeah, there you go. Um, I would say, overall, overall, this is a very stacked category, actually. I would say, overall, probably... Uh, man, I don't know, man. I would say... I yeah, popularity based. It, it'll either be it'll probably be back to back from Drake. Yeah. Um, contents wise, I would say all right. Yeah. So I don't have a definite answer because you never know how these Grammys people think, yeah, right? Yeah, no. So yeah. I mean, like like you said, like I, I would love to see all right win or not, but yeah. like but you said about the videos about like how it outlines and talks about police yeah. brutality. But then I think does the Grammy really care about that? But that's on a bigger question, right? Yeah. That's on a bigger scale. But you know, it would be smarter than to attack that, right? Because that's been exactly. that's been a hot point throughout the year. Imagine, in fact, the year that uh, Macklemore won, I think either best rap album or whatever the case may be. Yeah. I remember um, Gay Rights was like the big hot button topic yeah, of that yeah, year, right, yeah. and he had that record, Same Love, right? So yeah, yeah, he was yeah, kind of yeah. like the poster boy for that. So if they're strategic in that type of thinking, then yeah. they may give yeah. the award to Kendrick yeah. based on that. Yeah, but then again, like Good Kid, Mad City yeah. was also put in that same. Category there and Good Kid, Mad City, and that had also a lot of more content than I would say. It did, yeah. But you're right, the hot topic of the, the year. hot topic. That's what it comes down to. But I feel like with All Right, it's more it's more about the video mm-hmm. that that gets to people more than the actual song. True, right? And I think that would win like an MTV Video Music Award over like a Grammy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, the Grammy is more about the song, but exactly. MTV Video Music Award is about the the video. Mm-hmm. So I can see it winning that. Yeah, true. All right, let's keep it moving then. Uh, best rap song collaboration. Uh, One Man Can Change the Rule, Big Sean featuring Kanye West and John Legend, Glory, Common and John Legend, Classic Man, Jadena featuring Roman uh, Gian Arthur, These Walls, Kendrick Lamar, Only, Nicki, uh, Nicki Minaj featuring Drake, Lil Wayne, and Chris Brown. Who wins this award? I can, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say between three. Um, okay. The Big Sean one. Okay. Uh, Oni. And probably maybe Classic Man for like popularity kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, mine's completely different. I 100% guarantee that Glory will win. I I agree 100%. Like Glory will definitely win. It's an Oscar win. Yeah, like that's win. like Selma was a huge movie, and that song to go with it was just as huge. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I don't think that it won an award. I'm not sure if yeah, it did for I the Oscars. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it was nominated. Yeah, but I remember performed. watching that performance, and there are so many people who are just like heart strung by it, basically. Yeah, and like it spoke volumes. And it, again, if you kind of Take into account in what's happening in the world right now, as far as race race relations are concerned, and especially with uh, February being Black History Month, yeah. what better way to commemorate it than by giving these guys the award just on that note alone, if anything? Yo, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I haven't even heard Glory. Yet. Oh my Glory. God! <laughs> what? What the? I don't even have like a drop for that. Man. <laughs> Definitely a record to put in the whip. That, that, that's why. I, yeah. That's why I didn't. Maybe that's why I didn't put it in my list. Fair enough. But, fair enough. I gotta check it out. Fair enough, fair enough. If it, if it's any consolation, I haven't heard one that can change the world either. So, yo, you're not missing anything, guy. It's really? kind of yeah. I mean, it's in the same lines of uh, glory. It just has to has to do more of like aspirations, and everything. But it's coming from Sean. I mean, I like Sean. Yeah. But it just it doesn't come off natural. Natural. It just yeah. feels a little bit too odd. A little forced, I, right? I, I give him for like testing out the waters and everything. Yeah. But right now, it's just like it doesn't. It didn't feel right for him. But a lot of people like it. Yeah. Fair he, enough. He did a good live. 
Mm-hmm. Like when he was at OVO. Okay. He performed the nice life. Okay. That's what's up. All right, then. Uh, so let's see here. So two more categories. So we have best rap song, All Day, Kanye West, All Right, Kendrick Lamar, Energy, Drake, uh, Glory, Common and John Legend, and then Trap Queen, Fetty Wap. Who wins this award? So solely on, on song, uh, I hope that uh, I think Kendrick might grab that. Okay. I want Kendrick. I would love to see Drake grab Energy, but I don't think it's a Grammy winning song. Yeah. It's definitely a mixtape record, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Jordan, what do you say? Um, wait, say the, say the nominees again? Yep, so All Day, Kanye West, All Right, Kendrick Lamar, um, Energy, Drake, Glory, Common, and John Legend, Trap Queen, Fetty Wap. Yeah, I can, I can see Kendrick winning that, too. Yeah, I think this one is Kendrick's to win, for yeah. sure. Because if it's one of those things where, like, he's nominated for all the other ones, yeah. I don't think he's going to win those ones, but, like, this one, they're going to give it this one. Yeah, that one for sure. Like, I wouldn't want Glory to win as good of a song that is that it would be best if they won it for best rap song collaboration that would fit perfectly yeah. but best rap song Kendrick has to have that because yeah. all day didn't really have that much staying power that was kind of like here today gone tomorrow yeah. energy was a mixtape track trap queen yeah. if we're talking about rap category there's better selection and then yeah that's about it man so I think hands down that should be Kendrick's to win yeah and the final one, best rap album, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole, Compton, Dr. Dre. If you're reading this, it's too late. Drake, To Pimper Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar, The Pink Print, Nicki Minaj. Who wins this award? Okay, so um, with Compton, I, I couldn't get into the whole album. I'd say I got into like a bit in the beginning. Yeah. I didn't really like the middle, uh-huh. and I like the end. Like yeah. The track with, uh, what was the track with uh, Dre and Kendrick? That we have in the car. Dre, oh, was it Deep Water? There's like, there's like, there's like three of them. Medicine Man's the Medicine Man's the one with Eminem in it too. Yeah, that one's good. I think I think it might be that. Okay, because I know the the Drake. No, 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 it's Deep Water. It's Deep, deep water. water. Okay, it's deep there we water. go. It's deep Water. All right. Um. Yeah. So like, those were good, but like, I don't, I don't see the whole album. Like, I, I couldn't get into the whole album. Yeah. If you're reading this is too late. Yeah, I got into the whole thing. Forest Hills Drive. I got into the whole thing. Yeah. So I could see those two. And what were the other? To Pepper Butterfly, and then uh, Pink Print from Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I just see uh, either. It's between Drake and Cole. Yeah. Or Drake and Cole, eh? Not even Kendrick? I, I think Kendrick Ooh. might it might be Grammy Award winning, but I don't. Like, I think I'm, it's going to be an upset either way if I say Nicki Minaj or Dre wins it. I think it, it'll be an upset. Nicki's not winning it. I'm sorry. It's not, yeah, it'll be an upset if they yeah. did. I think it's between the three. But if I'm t- taking a look at Grammy Award nominated, that would win. I can definitely see To Pimp a Butterfly being a guy, like album of the year. But if Kendrick doesn't want it, regardless, it will be an upset, right? Yeah. I would say, as far as this category is concerned, if we're going based on popularity, Drake will win it because of how many records it shattered this year and what have yeah. you. Uh, if we're going contents-wise, like as a full project, uh, I say Kendrick will win this. I would say the dark horse in this would be J. Cole because mm-hmm. that came out late in 2014. The thing, the thing, with, the thing with Drake's, I feel like, you know how people had that that view that it was more of like a mixtape initially? Yeah. But I think like, and we were talking about how energy is more like a mixtape material kind of thing. Yeah. But I think like, like Ken, in terms of like a concept album, mm-hmm. yeah, Kendrick wins that. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I I still think it's between between um, Drake Drake and Cole. Drake and Cole. All right then. I, mean, I would put Kendrick as my dark horse. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know what your thoughts are on the Grammy list and if they got it right and who do you think will win in each category. Um, Right now, actually, before we get to commercial break, I want to get to this story and I want to get your guys' opinion on this because this one's been uh, causing quite 
a bit of controversy over the last couple of days or so. So the wife of Stephen Curry, Aisha Curry, basically went on Twitter and made her thoughts known about, you know, women who are dressed a certain way, basically. So, all right. She didn't say women specifically in her tweet, though. She just said everyone to kind of be a little safe, so to speak, be a little politically correct. So this is what she said in her tweet. And I quote, everyone's into barely wearing clothes these days, huh? Not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered covered up for the one who matters. And then she later on goes on to say, just looking at the latest fashion trends, I'll take classy over trendy any day of the week. Hashtag Saturday nights in nights in sight. There we go. Saturday night in sight. There we go. Okay, so gentlemen, um, basically she kind of she got she got a lot of backlash. Let's yeah. keep it one hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm on the opinion where I'm a little I'm a little torn, right? So on one end I can see her having her own opinion about what she likes to wear herself personally and like what her personal fashion tastes are. But then on the other end, I can understand why people may find that to be a bit of a pretentious statement to make, especially when you just happen to be the wife of a multi-million dollar NBA superstar and you can almost kind of get away with whatever you want to say on social media. But nonetheless, um gentlemen, what do you guys think about this? I respect it. I res- I can respect that like she's like she's she's saying she's trying to maybe be like a role model, maybe trying to trying to mm-hmm. put out a good image out there or her view of a good image. Yeah. Um, but her what she likes or like what she believes isn't gonna isn't gonna mesh with everyone else. Exactly. And that's 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 why I think that's what's causing the backlash. Uh, there's people. There I remember I was looking at her tweet and then one person was like, "Oh, really?" Mm-hmm. Uh, unfollowed or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like things like that, so I'm 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 in your position. I'm kind of torn with it. Yeah, yeah. Say what you say. Yeah, man. I'm a bit different from your opinion. I don't really respect it that much. Okay. And I'll, and I'll explain why. Okay, um, go ahead. In, in regards to that, I feel as though from her tweet, like when she says everyone and doesn't specifically says our women, she 100 percent claims women. Yeah. Like, and and that's what everybody is. Especially infers. if it's coming from a woman as well. Ex- right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're living in times where women are. Compete, we put women and we compete them with other women mm-hmm. of what they do and what they wear, mm-hmm. which doesn't matter. And I think that's the issue here. I mm-hmm. think she's just saying like, "Yo, listen, just co- cover yourself up for the one who matters. Like, don't go out there like flexing yeah. out." And like, that's cool. That's your opinion, but it's just like, don't put down people who do that. And that's why she put out a tweet saying, yeah. "Look, don't put women to cover down." Up the backlash. But like, don't put out tweets like that because that's gonna essentially put women down. Exactly. And if you uh, one last thing, if mm-hmm. it's like if a guy or a prominent dude on that, on that, and it's like, "Yo, I." Guys should be ripped or guys should be jacked. Exactly. Um, that's the way I like it. You'll get your fitness up. You know, like mm-hmm. I, 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 I get, I work out for the one that matters. And guys are just like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, who are you telling me mm-hmm. that I can but do that and not that, flex for the ground? That happens on YouTube. You'll see like, uh, like fitness videos or like big fitness profiles on YouTube. Like, oh, get jacked or like, you know what I mean? Like, like things like that. That's, yeah. that, that, that's for people actually trying to sell shit to you. Exactly. Like they want. They want to not to say that they want to sell you a fantasy, but they want to sell you like. Imagine if you if you look like this, you can get the girl that you want, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, on yeah, like yeah. on one end, you know, they you have people who actually want to help you maintain like a certain healthy lifestyle if that's what you're looking for. But on the other end, there are people kind of selling you a fantasy, like if you can get jacked, like really, and like eat all these proteins, then you can have these types of women or whatever, right? Yeah. They yeah. almost sell you like a lifestyle. Now going back to Curry, I feel like if she strongly believes that then I feel like you don't have to say it. You just have to be about it, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I kind of feel like this statement kind of, and mind you, I could be wrong, but I feel like it kind of came from a place of passive aggression maybe yeah. or it could have came from insecurity because her husband is like 
arguably the biggest star in basketball right now, one of the most recognizable athletes on the planet. And he may have thousands of women like throwing themselves at him basically, yeah. right? So that might be her way of saying, you know, listen, Back off listen here, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you guys can, you know, do this and that all you want, but at the end of the day, I'm the one that he's married to. I have his children. Like, she may not be saying that verbatim, but, like, when you make a statement like that, it almost sounds as if you're saying that. And, you know, like, the emojis with her laughing her ass off, whatever, like, again, it could come across as passive-aggressive, right? So... And that's when you get guys being like, yo, she's right. Uh, all you guys are like hoes. And, like, saying that. Like, <laughs> if you don't agree with it, you're like... that. You're you're this particular exactly. person. Exactly. And I feel like everyone's taste and trends is different, right? So again, maybe she could be answering to that standpoint. But nonetheless, like, what can we say is trashy and what can we say is classy? You know what I mean? That's like, up to, like, it, your own it, personal it, it's, yeah. Exactly. It becomes so subjective because someone who may be wearing, you know, something that's showing, like, a bit of skin, like, a bit of cleavage, whatever, they might see that as classy because, like, they're not showing too much. Like, they're, they're leaving enough that may want you to, like, uh, use your imagination. Yeah. But, but someone in another who's, like, culture, it's, like... Exactly. Someone who's, like, extra stoned. Protestant or extra, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Christian or whatever it may be, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're a sinner. You're going to hell. You know, 10 lashings on you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we don't know, right? So I I think those statements, like, they're they're very blanketed, yeah. so to speak, in today's and society. And I think it was like when she said like everyone, like the like that that term, like if she said, yeah, like, if she said like like her own personal, like I like this is what I do. Yeah, it may she, have been like a little bit of less backlash. Exactly, she made it. Like, yeah, she, she made, made it, it all everybody. inclusive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was the issue, and that's why she had to backpedal and make like her make her defensive uh, tweets basically. So that's what I think about on the matter, basically. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, hit me up on DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, we are heading into the overtime edition of Cool Radio. So with that being said, let's get to the old school track of the day. Um, I think it's time to get old school, gentlemen. You ready to get old school? Yeah. All right, let's get old school, man. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is time for that throwback Thursday track of the day. Hit it. You already know. Hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you guys want to hear for throwback Thursday. Now with this one, this one just came up at random. I just felt like going to New York for this one real quick. I felt like going back to 1995 for this one real quick. This one comes from arguably one of the most underrated rappers ever off of his 1995 album, Doe or Die. This is AZ featuring Nas, Give Me Yours. And when we come back, we'll be giving you the wanks of the week. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. Yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Femi Lassen, and man, me. It's your man, Bo Pinto, at Bo Pinto. Jay Hood from the Toronto Argos. You are now tuned in. Cool! Cool! Radio 91.9 FM. It's an amazing interview. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio show experiences I've had ever. Stay tuned for the hottest in news, hip-hop, entertainment, and everything. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout-out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love you, man. Famous. I love it. Cool! Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got my man's Jordan and Zane in the building. Say what's up to people. Yo, yo, yo. Yes, sir. And you guys already know it's that time of the show that you guys have been patiently waiting for. And on that note, I will keep you waiting no longer. With that being said... Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame? Who has been crowned the captain of Coonery? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Wankster of the Week. Wankster of the Week goes to none other than record label slash graveyard cash money records. All right. 
Now, they are getting the wankster, not because they're jerking around Lil Wayne like they normally do, not because they still owe money to, um, to the likes of Turk and Juvenile and Manny Fresh. No. They are getting the wankster of the week because of their intellectual ineptitude to not include Drake's hotline bling into the Grammy nomination process. Now, this is how it all went down. So... Everyone already knows that Hotline Bling is arguably the biggest record of the year, right? I don't think there's any, there's not going to be any type of uh, dis- dispute or debate about that. Now, interestingly, interestingly enough, as we're going to the Grammy nominations, Hotline Bling was omitted from there, and he still made the deadline uh, for it as a single. And people are wondering, well, how come it didn't make the cut? It did not make the cut because. Cash Money committed what was called a clerical error in the submission process. So they basically said that they forgot to send it in as a submission, and instead they went to submit back-to-back. Now, when I hear clerical error, uh, as far as the lack of submitting the initial record itself, all I can think of to myself is this in regards to a clerical error. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Stop fucking lying. Like really? A clerical error? No, no, no. This is cash money being cash money. This is Birdman and company being jealous of the success that Drake is having. I'm sure they're pissed off when he basically uh, released if you're reading this it's too late out of nowhere because the title basically sounds like a jab at Cash Money, basically saying, oh, if you're reading this label right now, it means that I have released this album without your permission. And it just went platinum in a week, basically. So their idea of revenge for that is to not submit the biggest record of the year by far so that it could potentially be a Grammy uh, winner for Drake. And this is no different to what Cash Money has been doing to the artists for years. They've just been robbing them of opportunities. I mean, Manny, they robbed Manny Fresh of an opportunity to grow as a producer. They robbed Juvenile an opportunity to be one of the biggest rappers in the industry. They robbed BG of, you know, life in society when he went to prison, probably because of some shit that they did and he took the rap for, I'm just saying. And they robbed Lil Wayne of the opportunity to be signed to Cash, or not to Cash Money Records, but to Rockefeller Records 10 years ago by saying, hey, We'll give you your own record label if you stay with us, even though we're a sinking ship. So I feel like this is just cash money being cash money once again. And they're robbing Drake of an opportunity to have another uh, mantle being put on his case. And once this record comes out, uh, Views from the Six, this will be the final album that's on Drake's contract. And he can just go and push OVO and sign that to another major as far as distribution is concerned. Or they could go the independent route. Who knows? At the end of the day, Drake is his own man. He's bigger than Cash Money. This guy was the most sought, sought out after artist for their app for the Apple Music brand, and I'm sure he'll be just fine. So for Cash Money to do that, you guys are pathetic to say the least. So on that note, do y'all deserve the wankster? Of course. Now on that note, we're about to drop it on you one more time, just like this, as a label, as an institution, and as a mother effing crew. Here we go, people. Wankster of the week goes to cash money and I do not hold back on that one second. Gentlemen, what do you guys uh make of this? Well I remember when um I think it was like Drake typing out to his fans maybe on like a blog or something. And I remember him saying something like if Hotline Bling wins the Grammy like the Grammy like for like song of the year or something like that. Yeah. It's gonna be the biggest achievement of my career. Uh, I remember him saying something like that a while ago. Mm. Drop that real quick. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe it's like cash money 
getting him for that and then taking that away from him. Yeah. So as that maybe that could be the revenge. I don't know. Absolutely a possibility. Zane, what do you say? Yeah, um, well that Instagram post was actually for Billboard. Um and he didn't make Billboard. Well, number one record. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. That's true. Yeah, that was Billboard, but like that could be another subtle hint, being like, okay, well, you didn't get a, you didn't get number one, so we're not gonna give you this Grammy yeah, now yeah, yeah. too. Um, but like, yo, there's definitely beef between Drake and Cash Money. Definitely beef between um, mm-hmm. Drake. Like, there's a line in Star Sixty Seven, um, walking to my label, like, where the check go, mm-hmm. and that basically sums it all up. Exactly. That basically talks, of, uh, and I'm not surprised that they didn't put out Hotline Bling. I mean, I don't know, like, what a time to be alive was on the Cash Money record. Uh, Hotline Bling's on the Cash Money. So I I I I no I don't know Drake's contract, mm-hmm. but I don't know if if Drake is done or if Views is gonna be under the contract. I I honestly thought that, like, and I thought that was the whole reason why if you're reading this too late it was an album because yeah. I knew it was a mixtape first, but then later he released it as an album. And I thought that was the reason for him to get out of his contract. Yeah, like like a little loophole basically. Yeah, yeah, th- that's what I thought it was. But if if it's not, mm-hmm. is is Views supposed to be his last one or was? I thought I thought. Uh, if reading this it's too late it was supposed to be his last one but I think Views is the last one yeah. it has to be the last one because that's going to be his fifth album yeah. on the label his fifth album over. Four, right? yeah he was signed up for four yeah. so I don't know man it's it's very sticky man it's very sticky to say the least What a Time to Be Alive is the fifth right if we think about it it's Thank Me Later mm-hmm. and then it's Take Care and then it's um, nothing, st- was the nothing Was the Same yeah and then it was if you're reading this too late. Yeah. And then what a time to be alive. But I think with what a time to be alive because it's between two joint artists, it may, there may be a, a certain loop behind that. Yeah. Because conflict. like it's gonna be released on Cashman, but it'll also be released on the label that that uh, Future is on. I'm not sure where he's signed to, but again, it could be a thing in the contract where if you're doing like a double album with an artist, then that doesn't count as the initial one. Like I remember when Nas uh, was signed to Def to Def Jam, um, basically Def Jam had the rights to promote. Any upcoming albums he has after signing his deal, but if there if you were to make a, a greatest hits album, then Sony would have the rights to that. So there's probably some sort of loophole going yeah, on right now. That's exactly why you stay independent. Exactly. There you go, man. Well, not really. I mean, Drake is. <laughs> well, like you know what I mean. That's but <laughs> one of the reasons, you know. <laughs> Nonetheless, but uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming through. Um, you guys are welcome to come through anytime. You already know what it is. Um, where can the people find you on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jordan Ray Music, Twitter at Jordan Ray Music, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook.com slash Jordan Ray Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out my SoundCloud, uh, Jordan Ray 93, SoundCloud.com slash Jordan Ray 93. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's pretty much everywhere. Shout out uh, new record label, West is One. My voice of Rob. Uh, we, we, we know cash money. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any label, is there any artists out there that don't want to have your executive producer dancing in the videos? Come to West One. <laughs> yeah, that's no, I'll definitely be dancing in your videos. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But yeah, you guys are welcome to come through anytime. And as for yours truly, make sure you hit me up on Cool Underscore Radio on Twitter. Also, follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on SoundCloud at Cool Underscore Radio for full podcasts. Uh, go to uh, Cool Underscore Radio on YouTube for video clips. And then also Cool Radio on Facebook for the fan page. And next week, we have our season finale, third year in a row. We're going to have the countdown for top five everything. So top five artists of the year, top five records, uh, top five uh, albums, and all that good stuff. 
And of course, I've already listed to you all a uh, couple of the participants in that. So far, we have my man, uh, artist Glass Pa, record executive uh, Giovanni Thomas, and third and finally, former co-host of Cool Radio and now content creator of his own, my man Jay Cream will be the third panelist on this panel to discuss what was the best and the worst of 2015. Uh, so once again, ladies and gentlemen, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace. Cool.